Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are talking about social metrics. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley from Autopilot Your Business. Welcome to podcast number 65. Today we're talking about social metrics. In fact, we're going to dig into one of the big social media platforms that are out there and give you a bit of an insight into some of the metrics that we look at and some of the things we think you should be looking at as a business when you're using that social platform. Now, of course, joined with me all the way from sunny Sydney is Heather Porter. Hello, Heather. Hello, Andrew. Hello, everybody. It's our Easter weekend. Yay! Happy <laughs> Easter to everybody that celebrates Easter. Yeah, to everyone all over the world. It's a cool time. It's a little bit of downtime for us and a little bit of reflection, and it's been good. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us what's been going on with you, H. What have you been doing this um, Easter week? You've been out and about and speaking to people, I think. <laughs> well, last week I did, yeah. I was out and um, there's a really cool group of people here in Australia called the Entourage. And they uh, basically have this whole entrepreneur um, incubator, really, where they do masterminds and workshops. And I'm an ongoing mentor with those guys. So I popped in and had uh, three sessions with their entrepreneurs on of course, online marketing, surprise, surprise, and social media, and some of the really cool things that we're going to share in this episode as well. So it's been good. What about you? Excellent. You've been um, teaching? I've been teaching a lot lately. I've been teaching yeah. uh, all sorts of things, Facebook and general internet marketing. I've been talking about social metrics as well. So uh, it's all happening out there. And you know, I'm finding that people are just still, uh, and I think this will happen for a while, is still getting a lot of overwhelm with what's going on. You know, I typical went out to teach some Facebook stuff just recently the other night. And um, of course, Facebook rolled out our new layout for our um, business page. And it didn't roll out to all of our pages. So some of our pages are still in the old version and some are in the new one. So if you haven't got your Facebook page, it's coming out soon. But, you know, every time I go to teach something and I have my slide deck all prepared, I, you know, I now I'm, I'm used to checking my slide deck just hours before the presentation in case anything's changed. And of course, Facebook changed and I had to quickly scamper around to change my slide deck. But that's just what I expect now. You know, and then so, and then yeah. The other thing was you and I also we also spoke uh, together on a um, a oh, webinar or a hangout to a bunch of mastermind people yeah. that were um, out of the US, and that was a pretty good call too. We were speaking about membership sites. Yeah, that we were, and just the benefits of having them, and all the different. We're giving case study after case study of um, you know why they're so good and what what basically any business can use them. So yeah, it has been a bit of a, a week of teaching, hasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. I'm not sure if you can hear those dogs in the background, but uh, <laughs> sounds like someone's having fun out there with some dogs. Anyway, so um, what have you learned this week? I'm going to uh, chuck that at you first yeah, before I no, get into mine. This is- 
This has been a really good week for actually learning. And um, actually, I, I'm happy to give a shout out for this particular thing I've learned. So there's a guy named Simon Reynolds, and um, he's he's known in Australia for doing this crazy ad campaign. What was it back in the 80s, I think? But um, so he's ad background, but he's built businesses. And I stumbled across four of his videos that he sends out to entrepreneurs and business owners on um, how to grow your business. And you know what? It was a really cool reminder of the fact that us included and all business owners, we can get very stuck in the day-to-day putting out fires, working with clients, and we forget our vision and where we're headed as a business. And I have to admit, I'm getting a lot of good information about how to manage your to-do list, how to come up with your vision, how to rekindle relationships with past clients from this series of videos that he's put out. So what I've learned, I suppose, is right now to refocus on our business and our direction and um, how important it is for every single business owner to to redo this and, and take time every now and again to restructure how you're working in your business. So are you saying that we'll never have a late podcast again because <laughs> your to-dos will be up to date? I think part of this is that we're going to be utilizing our team better in certain areas. So yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know you sent me over the videos and um, yes. Uh, looking forward to it because it is a very vital piece and we've done this a couple of times but it's like anything, next thing you know, suddenly six months have gone past and it's like, wow, I, uh, I've had my head buried in things that we're doing and it's time mm. to come up and well, let's just check where we're sailing this ship. So, yeah, because uh, you, you go from being proactive to reactive. So it's um, it's a good check-in point. Check the pulse of your business and <laughs> see where you need to go from there. Exactly. And we've got a number of new team members that have come on since then too, so it's good for them to uh, see that direction Absolutely. as well. What about you? What have you learned? Well, I learned, a, uh, I learned about a new tool this week actually. Um, it's called Novio. Novio, it's spelled K-N-O-V-I-O, Novio. Now, um, it's a presentation tool. So if you're doing online presentations for people, um, it's a great tool. But what I really like about it is if you go and um, let's say you're doing a presentation to somebody and you really want them to get the message and, you know, you give them a slideshow, a PowerPoint or a keynote, and they may take it away, but they really don't get the message fully because it's not delivered by you. It's um, you know maybe it's maybe you've given it to somebody on their team to deliver to the actual person who makes the decisions. So what Novio does is lets you add your own personality. It basically brings your presentations alive with your own personal video or your audio commentary too. So you know you can use your iPad's built-in camera and microphone to tell your story about the presentation. So it actually connects your little video to your PowerPoint, I guess, and puts a little overlay on it so that you can actually send your presentation to a whole bunch of people so they all understand it at once. So it's it takes the if you're if you're um, good at desktop sort of publishing and, and can create videos and stuff like that, then maybe it's not going to be beneficial to you. But if you're one of those people that doesn't get technology then this sort of app is um, a great little app that you can use to put a presentation together with a video as well as your uh, slide deck as well. Is it kind of like a simplified version of like ScreenFlow or Camtasia? Well, I don't no, I don't think it is because 
That would be more editing video. This is more about turn, turns the camera on when you're flicking through your, your slides. So if you've got your slides on your iPad, for instance, yes. you can flick through and, and as you're talking about your slides, you're looking at the camera talking. Okay. So you're creating that whole presentation. You know, it, it, it's pretty easy to use as well and you can view it anywhere. So people can view it on uh, any browser or a mobile device as well. So you can send it by email. You can embed it on your website if you want to do it that way. Um, you can even publish it on social media so that people get to see this presentation. So if it's a presentation you want to use and share around, you can certainly do that as well. With your team too. That would be yeah. pretty helpful. Mm. Yes. yes. Okay. So that's Novio, K-N-O-V-I-O dot com, Novio. So check it out. So having said that, today we're talking about social metrics. How exciting is that, hey? <laughs> Everyone is just riveted to their seat. Riveted. <laughs> or riveted to their iPods running through the jungle. This is one of those those things where you, you do have to know it. I love how you just said to me earlier how you were talking about these metrics to um, one of the, the groups you're talking to this week and um, just how they really got the importance of why you need to understand them. So I think after we're done, people actually will be riveted to this information. Well, we, we'll, make it, we'll make it pretty uh, <laughs> not, not so heavy. It's not going to be a lot of numbers no. and facts. But, uh, but you know, what I do want to start off with, is the fact that um, you know, if you look back, say, 10, 15 years ago when you were running ads on newspaper ads or you're running radio ads or TV ads, you know, how long did it take for you to find out whether that ad worked? You know, it wasn't an instant yeah. result. Sometimes you know? never. Right, right. So you, you had to really think, well, um, I've spent this much money on an ad. I don't know how many people have come through unless you've got like a specific phone number or a call to action on the newspaper ad or the radio that you could yeah. measure those calls from. And a lot of people didn't do that. They just put their normal work number there. You really weren't knowing whether your ad was working or not. And you were generally tied into a campaign so that you know the radio, the radio station said, well, you're going to run... 50 ads at 30 seconds a piece for the next three weeks and you signed the agreement, you couldn't get out of that. You know, mm. and if you, had a, if you had a really crappy ad that wasn't converting or wasn't doing what it was supposed to, tough titties, you had to run with that ad pretty much <laughs> for the rest of the month, right? And you wouldn't even know which time of the day worked better than the other and oftentimes they would just put your spot in, you know, randomly and sometimes in bad bad times of the day as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's happened now, what's happened today is that, you know, you're looking at ads these days in real time. You can see ads, whether you're running ads on uh, wherever you're running ads, but you can see the results instantaneously. So you can basically sit there and watch your metrics and see which ads are working, which times of day is working, which calls to action are working, which pictures, which images, which headlines. There are so yeah. many factors that you can start to measure and see what's working. Um, and if it's if it's not working, you can turn it off, uh, redo a new one, or change the headline. So what's what I love about metrics these days is that they're instantaneous results so that you're not spending money on things that don't work anymore as long as you're looking at the metrics, right? Yeah, and you get ideas of exactly what to say because you're – quickly seen exactly what the market wants but more importantly some of the tips we're going to share right now too you can see what's working best for your competitors yeah and you can just take ideas from that absolutely so one of the things i do you know want to make sure people understand is why are you doing the stuff you do why are you running ads why are you creating the content that you're creating because People, so many people are creating content these days, and, and you know, we've we've spoken about this <laughs> infinitely. But um, the content is all the rage. People are creating content, but is there a method or a reason why they're creating it? 
other than, mm. well, everyone else is doing it. Should I just create it as well? So yeah. one of the things you want to ask is, well, what's your goal? You know, am I creating an ad or content um, to increase awareness or am I trying to generate leads from, from what I'm doing? Am I trying to convert leads to sales? Am I looking at you know, retaining existing customers? Or am I trying to reduce costs? So if you get clear about what the what is your goal question, then that's going to start to really make this a lot simpler. And I guess one more point on that as well is um, I know I think you're reading this book as well, and I am too, called Jab, Jab, Right Hook Mm -hmm. by Gary Vaynerchuk. And what I love that he says in that book, and I do agree with, is that now when you're using Facebook and and social media, you're looking at each piece of content as a micro content that Mm -hmm. actually has a specific strategy around it. So you're no longer just throwing out stuff online every single thing you do is strategized into the ultimate outcome of you know what you're doing with your tribe online you know um yeah i'm glad you said that because that's not easy as easy as it sounds you know no way um that is there's a lot of preparation need if they uh, you know we're going through that sort of stuff with our social right now and i know i'm in the thick of doing that but there is a lot of planning about what is the content what's the overall theme what's the purpose what do we want people to do you know what is the aim of this content piece at the end of the day and it really takes a lot of thinking power to uh, come up with that and uh, it can be a little overwhelming especially if you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur that has a small team Um, but you know one of those things is start in small chunks and then uh, work your way up but Definitely want to start, but here's a couple of things that I also want to mention is that there are literally thousands of metrics now that you can measure. You know, the, you, you, well, we look, you go, if anyone ever, if anyone's ever logged into Google Analytics, you're going to see a whole bunch of uh, options on the left hand side of what you could be measuring or what has been measured. Um, and then you can run a whole range of custom reports on top of that. So that's just, that's just Google Analytics. Then we dig into other all of the social sites and all the email marketing and all that sort of stuff, there is literally, you could be spending all day just looking at numbers. So I guess the point is, which one do you really want to know? Which one do you really need to know? Because there are donkey metrics out there too that people (laughs) falsely um, are hanging their hat on. You know, like, uh, and I'm not saying this as much, but I, you know, a couple of, a couple of years ago, people were saying, "Well, this Facebook page has three thousand four hundred seventy-four likes." Well, that's nice, but what does that really mean? With two people talking about it, two people talking about that. Well, what yeah. does it really mean? I mean, it means that they've spent some money and bought a whole bunch of um, mm-hmm. cheap likes in another country. So, likes sort of uh, went out the went out the window for a lot of people. But there are still people saying, "This is how many likes we've got on our Facebook page." whoopie do how many no. followers do I have on Twitter who cares once again you can buy that sort of thing um, you know I have 15,000 views on a YouTube video well that's nice but you could have bought those as well so there is a lot of metrics out there that people are falsely getting judged on and or they're, or they're hoodwinking their bosses saying this is an important metric and realistically yeah. it's not you know. So the two the two things I think I look for, well, I know I look for, are engagement and conversion. Yeah. And so likes don't mean anything unless you know what's happening behind the scenes of those likes. 
Posts don't mean anything unless you know it's happening about you know behind the scenes of those mm-hmm, posts mm-hmm. and updates. So, um, speaking of analytics, I, I know there's definitely loads out there, but let's talk about specifically the things that we recommend that you pay attention to. All right, so let's let's just narrow it down. I know um, because we're going to talk about the big one. That's Facebook. Let's talk about yeah. analytics or metrics on Facebook for this episode because. Uh, there are there are literally another seven episodes of different social platforms we could do on this podcast with different mm. metrics, but by this seventh one, we probably won't have anybody listening to us. So uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just stick with Facebook, and then we'll, you can use that as a generalization for the other platforms. I think so. Yeah, and Facebook's a big one that most people are using and, yep. and familiar with. So yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So. Let's kick in. Um, firstly, we're talking about Facebook metrics for your business page or your fan page. Okay, we're not talking about any metrics that you have on your profile because you really are not going to see too many metrics there. So when you're talking, when we're talking about metrics, it's going to be the ones that you see on your business page or your fan page. So, H, what, which ones do you like to look at when you um, are looking at results for your efforts? Okay, good question. So in your Facebook page, you find these by clicking on the Insights button, which is um, right under your cover photo, or I think it's still going to be there after the changes, or up at the top in sort of the edit, um, admin edit area, there's a View Insights button. So inside there, you're going to be presented with a new menu up at the top, which has overview, likes, reach, visits, posts, and people. And each in each one of these, you can actually get um, de- detailed information. I I look really only kind of, I guess, big picture um, ongoing because I don't want to overwhelm myself and I don't have time to dig deep into all these all the time. Mm-hmm. So obviously overview, I like to see what's happening with my post reach and my engagement and my likes. Likes, as we said, is not as important. I focus more on the engagement. I want more likes, of course, because that means we're growing, but also engagement is most important because I'm constantly looking at am I increasing my engagement? Obviously, if I'm increasing increasing my base and my likes, then I want to also be increasing my engagement. If I'm increasing likes and decreasing engagement, what that says to me is I'm not doing a good job because mm-hmm. people don't want to talk about it. Hey, um, just, just let me pause you just for a second. Yeah. Um, if you want to see what these look like, we're going to add some images. I'll put some images on the actual post on our podcast page for this episode. So, uh, right. I've got some images already set up for it, so let's uh, let's put those on the post so that you can see those. And, and as we're talking about these, you can see what we're, we're, we're looking. What we're at. actually talking about. Yeah, yeah. engagement is an interesting thing as well. It's very holistic. What we found is that it's not just about one type of post. You do want to mix and match. You want to have just text. You want to have videos, and you want to have images, and you want to mix and match because some of those get clicks. Some of those get comments and some of them get shares. And so, and some, you know, it's weird. Like I've noticed with um, just text, you tend to get the most uh, reach. And with videos, you get the most clicks. So mm. it's, it, you want all of that as part of your engagement. So that's why you're constantly doing different things. And if you just think it's all about images, you're wrong. You know, you want to be looking at your analytics and your insights to see, in fact, that it's much more about you know, holistically looking at how you're talking to people in your account. It's funny you say that. Um, well, I think what we're finding, and I'll share this with, with everyone, is that um, videos will get a click and people mm. will click on a video and watch a video, but they ne- no, won't necessarily comment or no. share it, but they will watch it. 
Um, and then so that sort of gives you an indication of, well, okay, if you want people to share this or comment on it, then maybe there's a call to action needed in a video so that people actually do that. Um, so these are, this is why it's so cool because you can see what's missing in your content that really helps you structure the stuff that people are looking for. So um, sorry, I just want to just jump in there and no, mention no, it's, that. It, but that's exactly why I use this step because you're in the overview and you're looking at your posts in the last week and you can very clearly visually see mm. your reach, your clicks and your comments and shares because they're all color coded. Mm. So it's a great place to see also which posts that you can actually create as ads because obviously the ones that are organically taking off means that people like them mm. so it's there's not a lot of guessing games so like a good a good rule of using this or a good way of using this is every week you can go in see what your popular want you know top three depending on your budget one to three posts are and then you can actually turn those into ads and sometimes they're going to be call to actions and sometimes they're just going to be brand awareness as well so it's um it's a great way of using these stats and yeah. getting more people on your page. So that's on the uh, that's on the posts. Is that the overview and post that's page? That's overview, and you can also access that on the post. You can see more deeply what's going on in your posts as well from there. Mm-hmm. Like what you know, what times um, people are actually engaging on your page. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, okay, what 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 other uh, analytics or metrics do you like to look at on Facebook? Well, I like to go into people because I want to make sure that my efforts are at the right target market. So mm. if I'm just basing my my business and my advertising towards women, I want to make sure that I've gotten my messaging right and in fact that the majority of my fans are women and if the age range is accurate. Like I know that um, we were exposed to a page where <laughs> for whatever reason that there were likes that were purchased or ads run in the, without actually targeting the interest properly and they have this whole fan base that's in the teens mm. which has nothing to do with what they actually want so that's why it's so important to keep an eye on your people because then you know that yes you are going after the right market you're attracting the right people and also you can see in there the country and city and language of the people that are engaging with your page as well yeah that's a good point too i really like that is the fact that you can see who the most engaged country is and which most engaged city is so you know if you're if you're a local business and you're running some Facebook ads and suddenly the most engaged city is not your city that you're trying to attract, then yeah. something is drastically wrong. You know, you're paying either money or time and effort in growing a list of people that aren't the relevant target market. So um, people, the people section is a very, very good spot to just check out what's going on. And the other thing that I do like is Facebook tell you your percentages, as you said, of females and males and the age group breakdown. But they also give you a comparison of um, the rest of Facebook as well. So it's a uh, it's a pretty good little um, metric that you can check out. Absolutely. Like yeah. Before we were talking briefly about the overview tab, and, and I said that you could access parts of that in the post tab, but I want to revisit the post tab because there's an important part in that tab I want you guys to pay attention to. And when you click on posts from inside your insights, there are three subcategories. When your fans are online, post Types, which this is where Andrew and I are getting that data from, which works best, right? So is it the video? Is it a link? Is it text? It'll tell you in there. And here's my my favorite. Top posts from pages to watch. So 
if you guys have your business page, you, you would have noticed above your cover photo in the administrator area, um, directly on your page, there's this new little feature where you can add pages to watch. So you can, this could be competitors, this can be mentors of yours, people that you're just trying to study and understand how they're building their traffic. And what happens is when you add these pages to watch, which I recommend all of you run out right now and go do inside your posts and in the subcategory of top posts from pages to watch, it's going to show you the posts from those pages that are getting the most traction and engagement. So now you've not only, you're not only studying your own page, but you're now able to see five other pages and their top posts to get great ideas of what you also can be doing on your page. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I actually was playing around with that the other day and looking at um, some competitors of ours, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's good. We're beating, we're beating that person, or we're beating that company." You know, but it's, yes. it's just good to see. And then there was one company that I didn't think, didn't consider much at all as a competitor, and they were just smashing it out of the park. And I'm like, "Wow, I really want to see what these guys are doing. They're doing a great job." So, yeah. so it really piqued my interest about that too. So exactly. That's and really back good. on the overview tab, you can actually, because um, again, overview is just a quick snapshot. It'll actually show you where your engagement is for the week in comparison to the pages that you're watching. Mm. So if you scroll down to the bottom, you can see where you fit into the scheme of things um, with other pages. And if you're noticing some of those pages you're watching are spiking with engagement, study them, you know, find out what's going on and what is making their page take off yeah. and get ideas from it. That's great. That's really good. Now, one thing that I do want to mention is that insights from Facebook are fairly good and yeah. there's a whole range of information you can find out. A lot of us will use Facebook and we'll try and drive traffic and this is what we teach, using these as tools to drive traffic to your website. And you know, how do you make sure that the, the efforts that you're putting into Facebook are actually driving traffic, you know, resultant traffic into your website? And one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that Google Analytics, if you've got Google Analytics in your website, you should have Google Analytics in your website. You actually can see which social sites are driving traffic to your website. And um, Google Analytics gives you a good indication of which Facebook posts were also driving traffic there as well. Now, you've been digging in Facebook Analytics a little, sorry, Google Analytics a little bit lately. Um, do you want to give us any insight on that? That's in the referrers area from, from memory. Google Analytics is one of those tricky platforms like the rest of it's always changing its mind about how it's going to be laid out. But, yeah, um, in, in the acquisition section, yeah. if you look in acquisition acquisitions on your analytics and then there's a social drop-down and look, mm. in, look in the overview, you'll see, you'll see something that, uh, that tells you how many page visits you've had all up and then of those page visits, how many are coming from Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube and all that sort of stuff. So um, it gives you a very good indication of whether your marketing efforts on those platforms are working or not. It's true. Yeah, and you're right. So earlier we were talking about the two things. You're looking for engagement, which we've just been talking about how to sort of measure that, but conversion. So conversion is just the next step, taking that next step, clicking or buying from you. And in this case, Andrew, what you're saying is it's obviously you can go and see are your efforts working to drive drive traffic back to your website? But and I don't want to go too techy here, but I just want to say this because I think it's everyone needs to know about it. Is in Facebook when you're running ads, you can obviously run ads to pages like web pages, and 
what's cool is it offers this little thing called a tracking pixel. There's loads of other advanced techniques, but this is really, really simple for people that are just wanting to use ads and not get too overwhelmed by it. If you're placing an ad to your own web page, then you basically, it offers you, Facebook says, here's a tracking pixel, which is just this little piece of code that you give to your web designer or your web programmer. And you say, put this piece of code on my thank you page. So what it, how it works is essentially you're sending traffic from Facebook to a page of your choice, like a landing page. And then once the person passes through or signs up to the thank you page, they, they're going to hit that thank you page on the way out. That's where that little piece of code or that tracking pixel then says, hey, cool. So this person clicked on the ad, went to the landing page and converted or signed up. So what happens is inside your Facebook ads manager, it's going to show you. It's so easy. It shows you how many um, clicks you got on that particular ad and how many people converted because of that pixel. It tells you actual it just says straight there. It says, you know, five leads, for example. So. Another very, very easy thing that Facebook has built into their ads that anybody can use. And you just keep in mind, you need to put that code on your thank you page so you know that they've successfully signed up. Now, and if, they, if you don't have a web designer handy because mm. someone built your website and you don't know who they are anymore, um, you, can get, you can get someone to do this from Fiverr. Dot com, yeah. right? Someone yeah, just, yeah. So it costs you five bucks to get it done. So it's probably worth, not probably, it is worth doing it. So worth it. Why don't I just want to um, just round off with a little story about we had some people that were running some Facebook ads to their page. And um, this sort of goes back and wraps up how uh, you can really see from metrics whether your efforts are working. They had, they had a page that was getting about 3,000 visits a month. And they were running some Facebook ads, and they were spending a bit of money on Facebook ads, and they didn't know whether they were whether it was working or not. So they gave us their analytics, and basically, we saw that of the three thousand visits that we were getting, or they were getting to their page, they had um, less than a hundred people coming from Facebook. So they're like, "Wow, is that all we're getting?" And we're like, "Yeah, but lots of people have liked our liked our page." Well, it's good liking the page or liking the post. But that wasn't your goal. Your goal was to get them to come to a website and, and whatever it was they were selling at the time. So, um, so this metric, say, like just by knowing what the metric was doing, it saved them spending more money on something that wasn't working. So I think they went away and changed their ad call or their ad copy uh, and it started changing their results. But these are the just little things that you can start to think about how you can use metrics. Is it working for me? And if it's, if it's not, what do I need to fix? Which part of it's broken so I can fix it? And I love that you said that because that is such a smart way of analyzing what we're talking about. Because like you said earlier, most people see a page that has 10,000 likes and maybe even 300 people talking about it. And they think, wow, I'm popular. You know, I have good, good people talking about it. I have things going on. And then they realize that only uh, 100 clicks per month are going to their website. And they don't even know what those people are doing. Then suddenly that's at that underlying level that everyone needs to start to look at to know what if all this stuff that I'm doing every day is actually making sense for me. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I think um, you know, coming, to, coming to the half hour point, pretty soon and I think uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention about um, what people should be looking at as far as Facebook analytics or do you think we've covered it all? 
Yeah, just to recap, here's how I use it. I go in as much as I possibly can, but definitely you want to get in there once a week. Go into your insights, check out that overview tab, be looking for your engagement, making sure that that's going up and also your um, watch the other pages, see what's going on with them in conjunction with you, the ones that you're watching. Uh, And then I pop on over to my post tab and I just have a big snapshot of looking at all my posts to make sure that um, there's good engagement happening with those. And I target, I I dig deeper into the ones that actually have good engagement and I either put ads to them. So I promote those posts or I create more posts that are like that because I know it's already working. Good, good, good. Awesome. Well, I think we've covered most of those things. I think people's heads might be spinning a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, now, as I said, we're going to put the uh, put some of these images on our um, on our podcast page. So, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes and you want to have a look at what this page, what these images look like, head on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts and then look for episode number 65, which is the social metrics episode. Check it out and you'll see those images there. Um, H, also, let's tell people about our AYB guide if they haven't got our AYB guide yet. Yeah, yeah, come on by, you guys. We have um, really cool email scripts on there. So if you're thinking, how do I follow up with my leads? Um, you know, what am I actually supposed to say to them in email? We have a script where you just literally download it and you just answer the questions and it self-writes the emails for you and give you, gives you suggestions on what to give away. We have some really cool videos in there as well. So you just go to AYB guide. Dot com and um, you'll see a little video of Andrew and I in there saying hello and then you pop on through and get your downloads from there. Yay. All right. Well, I think that's about a wrap. Um, enjoy your Easter, Heather and everybody else. I hope you have a great Easter. Yes. Thanks, H. I'll, Thanks, Andrew. Um, talk to you uh, next week. Talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to AYBpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts and can they fasten. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.